Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Jules. Hello, everyone. Hello, you've been playing a little bit of the old Hitman 3 and you've got plenty of things to say. I have indeed. I was very lucky uh, to get an early copy of this, mainly because I think that uh, IO Interactive basically gave in to all of the incessant demands of the letters <laughs> that I was sending to them that just had like... Rattling on their windows. Of, it was mainly just like bits of broken eggshell in and bits just of photos of an egg and then me and then Hitman, Agent 47, and they'd just be like, make this happen. <laughs> and so they were just like, take a code and go away. Mm-hmm. So yes, I've been playing it. I have a lot of good things to talk about when it comes to this game because as far as I can tell, this might be the most complete Hitman experience to date and that's mainly because of the fact that you can import the first two games into it. I did see that, yeah, because I thought in when they did this with Hitman 2, you could do the thing where you can stand in like a bush and they added that mechanic where they then added <laughs> other bushes everywhere and they sort of retroactively did stuff. Sorry. I'm just dying at the fact that it's not like, you imagine like all of the features that Hitman 1 has, it's kind of like, become a new assassin, stealth in all these brand new, <laughs> and it's Hitman 2, be a bush like you Fortnite's, can listen. Lo- Fortnite's looking over at that just going like we did that first mate <laughs> that's a revolutionary bush tech that they brought into Hitman 2 because um, I, that's I the do whole thing. not want to know about your revolutionary bush tech mate it's not me doing it it's IO Interactive but I, I do love the idea that they're like bringing old stuff across and then retroactively applying new mechanics to it is, because yes. is that kind of what they've done in this case Definitely, yeah. So what you can do is when you import old levels from either Hitman 1 or 2, they've uh, got a real big, very fine graphical upscaling on it. It looks great. Um, So Mm. weirdly enough, they've done this twice now. So with um, Hitman uh, 1, when you uh, were playing Hitman 2 and you had older levels that you could import from that into this one or like sections that you went back to, they um, uh, upscaled his face and his suit looked a Mm. little bit better. Now Mm. in this one, there's like they've added new uh, graphical bits to like say his... his tie, the creases in his clothes now are much more realistic. There's tons of like graphical fidelity that I really appreciate because going back and playing older levels, it makes it feel so new because the graphical engine, the Glacier engine, I believe it's called, it, they've had like leaps and bounds with what they've done with it. And it is so the most... look better it, than ever. Uh, the, you, the foliage is phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal foliage. Good. I get a hashtag phenomenal foliage. I absolutely loved it. Like, it's maybe not a huge graphical update in terms of, like, it doesn't overhaul everything because, let's face it, Hitman 2 was already a very good-looking game, Mm. but it definitely upscales the earlier Hitman, the Hitman 1. Um, Mm. It makes it look really, really nice. And when you compile all of the levels that you get, you get six levels from Hitman 3, you get all of the stuff from Hitman 2 and 1. It's a ton of content. Like, I was... 
I was like almost burnt out going through the first Hitman game because of how much stuff that there was there. Like you could replay those levels over and over and over again, doing little tweaks to get these um, little in-game challenges. So for completionists looking to maybe do every single one of the trilogy in this one experience, my heart goes out to you because you're going to be on this for hundreds of hours. I'll do so in terms of like gameplay stuff, like they because they should the level that they've shown off, I think, is like a Dubai, like a big tower in Dubai. Yeah, you are in the tallest building in the world. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely brilliant. Um, when it started off, you remember the Monaco level from Hitman 2? It had that yes. sort of air of like real energy and vibrancy, and it mm-hmm. seemed like the over product. the top, almost a little bit cartoony. Um, mm-hmm. This is less so. This is much more scaled back because it directly throws you into the narrative. It explains to you uh, what you're doing. The end, uh, basically, the, uh, recaps the ending of Hitman 2 and sets you up for this new mission. And the first thing that you get Ooh. to see is Agent 47 skydiving down, parachuting onto the top. <laughs> of this tallest building and he is just there it suddenly gives you control of the gameplay and as the wind is like rustling through your uh, your gliding suit that you've got on you can look down and it's literally you cannot see the ground because it disappears into the crowd like, I got uh, a feeling okay. of um, uh, what's it called uh, vertigo immediately I was there like oh That's what I, I, was I, say, I like, do they, not enjoy this yeah they showed like because I've, I've watched a bunch of gameplay clips and stuff and like you can like scale multiple floors you can go back yep. outside the tower go up and down different pipes and stuff and it's kind of yep. I like them fleshing it out it gave me a little bit of Splinter Cell vibes going up and down some, oh, some there is a, there is huge Splinter Cell vibes from this because oh. basically, like the first time that you play through this level, it walks you through a very kind of like simplified tutorial stage where it like shows you the new gadgets that he's got. He's got a camera that you can point at stuff that will overload okay. technology or open and close shutters in this case to distract guards and people. Call them over. So this it introduces you quite slowly to that, and if mm. you follow that path. Um, it will guide you through to assassinate both of the targets that you've got, and it's a very, very satisfying level. If it was Mm. just that, if it just gave you that one method of killing them, then it would have been a perfectly serviceable level. But Mm. then as soon as you finish that, it goes, right, here's two more ways to do it, and it will guide you through those two ways in a really nice sort of, um, I won't say hand-holding because it makes it seem like it's detrimental to the gameplay, Mm -hmm. but it makes you feel like you're exploring and expanding your knowledge of the level itself while being slightly guided by the game, which is really, really helpful for new players to this. Yeah, in some of the older ones where it's like, you go, like they'll tell you like basic checkpoints to hit, like go over here, get this particular knife, then go over here, talk to this particular chef, and that'll sort of trigger like, you know, specific kills that you might not have got before. Yes, so it does exactly that, and then as soon as you've done with those ones it will then just throw up random challenges to you just saying like hey can you kill this guy with this or like have you thought about like doing this and this and you're suddenly just like oh then the sandbox nature of this the game hits and you're Mm -hmm. like oh i can literally approach this from any angle i want so there's a game what was the craziest kill you did Oh, I mean, to be honest, I had so much fun walking around smashing people in the face with coconuts. I was just like, <laughs> I, I just, I, it, the best one was luring people over to an open elevator shaft and mm-hmm. then just going like, Coco Bongo, bang! And then you just like go right in the face and they go, and down the elevator shaft they go. Great. Never failed to make me laugh like an absolute idiot. But mm-hmm. you can, um, I won't, I try not to ruin too many of the assassinations that are story-centric, <coughs> but right. you can... I will say that there's throwing knife kills, there's lots of accidental kills, there is fulfilling my ultimate goal of basically proving to people why hand railings are essential by basically taking a (laughs) screwdriver and unscrewing the bolts to it. So when one of the like, these people is like leaning over the edge, just going, oh, it's a beautiful view up here, and just goes, whoa, and it just falls straight (laughs) down. You're just like, "Ah, ah, ah." 
Because I remember the first time that they brought in the accident stuff in Blood Money, where it was like mm -hmm. you could just go. In, I remember doing it in that Santa level the most. I thought it was one of the promo, promo screenshots as well. But like you could just go behind someone and just be like, whoops, and then they yep. come up as well. You push them over the edge. I love the idea of like making parts of the scenery untrustworthy, so you're even further away when they accidentally fling themselves to death. It's fantastic because it means that you've got a completely clean getaway. But you remember mm. in the um, in the earlier games, it would actually sometimes penalize you for killing uh, innocents. Mm -hmm. uh, it would just be like it would take a minus off of your like ranking at the end. Mm -hmm. Now, this actually has a kind of like um, it, it adapts to your play style. So it doesn't okay. actually uh, critique you for going around killing loads of people and making mistakes. Instead, what it does is it changes what type of award you're given at the end of the mission. Oh, so if okay. you went through and only killed uh, the two targets and you didn't do anyone else, you get like the silent assassin ranking, mm -hmm. which everyone wants. But if you went around and like had your uh, your twin ballers out and you were literally just shooting everyone and you eventually killed them, you would just get like a killing spree one, but you wouldn't be penalized for it, okay. which I really mm -hmm. like. You would still la um, level up and leveling up in this uh, implies basically um, you unlock new starting areas, new equipment that you can smuggle in, uh, new mini goals, new outfits that you can begin the level as to make things easier and uh, more impressive. Mm -hmm. But another unlockable that I genuinely think is, I won't say like game changing because of how like small it might seem, but it really mm. does affect the gameplay quite a lot, is um, you can unlock permanent shortcuts. So what you do okay. is you go in through the level and say that there's like a ladder that, that is um, you can see, but you can't climb up it. You mm -hmm. can go to the top where that ladder is, kick down the ladder like classic Bloodborne or Dark Souls style, and that ladder will now be permanently unlocked. So the next time you come back to that, that this mission, you can go straight up the shortcut. Interesting. That's a bit yes. soulsy. They yeah, have that it in is. Human Souls. It, it kind of implies that there is like a, a multiverse sort of thing yeah. of like tons of Agent 47s influencing this like forever <laughs> secular Well, he like, is a clone. I, mean, I know he's like, one of the only successful clones, but yeah. that that could be a big old twist. Maybe maybe this is maybe this is where the story is going. That you find <laughs> out that it's just like one big time loop, and he's just like looks over and sees Desmond from the Assassin's Creed trilogy, oh. and he's like, like he just goes, "All right, mate, I'll go see that you're doing the tiny wimey shenanigans too." Are you? Hands him a coconut, and they just go to town. <laughs> and they just smash each other. <laughs> mate, Coco Bongo needs to take off. I absolutely I'll love take that. It. It, was, it was good times. Um, I'm trying to think of like uh, what else that they've added in that's new. It's mm. it's less about what they've done in terms of the huge leaps forward in terms of changing how a Hitman game plays and more really refining what it is. The experience now is the most crystallized and it is the most pure fun I've had mm. in a video game for a long time. Well, it feels like when you were describing it to me before we started recording, it reminded me of Guitar Hero and Rock Band in regards to the mechanics <laughs> are completely solid. Um, and we're just going to you know make sure that you carry everything over going forward. Yep. So eventually you do end up with this sort of de facto platform of content or platform for content where you can you know you can add stuff on like it is still hitman 3 there's a and obviously the story stuff is in a really cool place yep. after the end of 2 um but like that idea of making sure that they respect what you bought beforehand that was just immediately i was like that's rock band like the idea of just yep. bringing stuff across and making it better um you know because in rock band 3 or whatever it was they started making it so that if you went on an older song they would add like you know newer uh notes yeah, and they stuff add, like that yeah they'd added new bits to it wouldn't they which yeah. i thought was great and that's basically what they've done now they've done small tweaks to the previous levels they haven't changed a ton of the gameplay they've added in like mm. a few new few new bits here and there but at the end of the day what you're getting here by picking up hitman 3 is not only a fantastic stealth game and mm. with tons of comedic value and tons of replayability but you're also getting the best versions of hitman 2 and 1 as well mm. and as i can say played it on the pc uh, haven't experienced any bugs whatsoever. The only things that I would say in terms of a critique are maybe the ragdoll animations for when you kill uh, guards. They're a mm -hmm. bit stiff, 
but right. it, apart from that, I've not encountered any game-breaking bugs. I've not found it difficult to get from one mission to another. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be hard-pressed to fault what Hitman 3 is doing here. Okay. And, and it's, got an upcoming, it's got an upcoming VR mode as well. Yeah, that's all that stuff. We've got because we're we're doing like a more full breakdown thing at some point in the future. I think. yeah, doing the full review for it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have that in the coming weeks or whatever. The release date is I think January twentieth. Twentieth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so you can check back for the full review. Uh, Jules, your conclusive sentence. Um, Coco Bongo Club. It is. It is. <laughs> it is it's the. It's the the most fun. It can be as serious and as silly as you want it to be. This is probably going to be the definitive version of a Hitman game. Um, Beautiful. Would also like to point out as well that I'm open because once this is uh, gone live, we're going to be starting to do some streams as well yes. over on What Culture Gaming. So if you've got any challenges, as in specific items that you'd like me to use or specific play styles, let us know down in the comment section and I will mm-hmm. endeavor to make that happen. I mean, it's absolutely going to be kill both main targets with a coconut, unless that's really easy, in which <laughs> well, case it no, should be something else. It, it's, it's, a, it's not counted, believe it or not, a coconut <laughs> to the face is a non-lethal object. Brilliant. Right? Well, I guess it doesn't kill them. Have you ever been hit in the head by a... Oh, to be honest, I, I don't think that you've been sitting under any palm trees just shaking them, just going hit no. me in the noggin. But still, people die from this, mate. Like, yeah. this, is, this is a dangerous object. 47 Although is a skilled nerf assassin, though. That's a perfectly angled throw where it's just a knockout. To be fair, you can skewer somebody with a replica of the Eiffel Tower, so that is actually pretty fun. Why didn't you lead with that? We could have called co- the video Because the that. coconut is even better. <laughs> <laughs> 8047's Coco Bongo Club. Yeah. But yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. How psyched are you for Hitman 3? And yes, check back for the full review in the future. For now, Ivan Scott from Culture.com. And I have been Jules. Thank you very much for having me, Scott. Anytime, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.